Ahlan wa sahlan bikum ya jama'a, my name is Malik and I am joining you from UCL Arab and North African Society. We are bringing you the Salam wa Kalam podcast series in which we, as young Arabs and North Africans, have laid back conversations on topics such as culture, current affairs and life as an Arab student in the West. We also share our speaker event recordings in which we host academics and professionals and explore their journeys and stories. If you want to see the faces behind our podcasts, do check out our Instagram page. The link is in the description. Hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Welcome back to another episode of Salam Wa Kalam. I'm Abdullah and we're joined here today by someone that a lot of you might actually recognize. It's our very own Sami. Um, so do you want to give yourself a bit of an intro? Hi there, guys. Assalamu alaikum. I'm Sami. I'm a fourth-year pharmacy student, so I've got one more year, inshallah. It's my last year. And I have been with Arab Society for the longest. So I've, I've been here since year one. Um, you know, I've done a various positions. I've, I've been just like a sideman. I've been a VP. I've been... <laughs> He's been everywhere. He's experienced um, all parts of the society. Yeah, yeah, all parts. But uh, I'm a sports officer this year, so, you know, alhamdulillah, we're, we're doing what we can with this corona situation. It's your first time, right, going to Palestine and seeing it? Um, yeah, it was. Like, how did you... So after, like, maybe 20 years of your life, like, how did you come to that decision to, like, finally, like, this is it, I need to go see it? It wasn't an easy decision. I think, you know, there was a lot of back and forth especially when you tell your parents oh you want to go visit Palestine you know and you, it's understandable as well because of the situation that's going on right now it was actually my friend's suggestion so he called me one day and was like listen you know how we both love you know love Palestine and we both always talk about one day visiting like why don't we just do it why don't we just fly out there and just do it together basically mm. and I just got to thinking why not like why shouldn't I just go see my homeland? This I've been is, like, we go to Jordan, we go to Amman, like, every year to see family mm. from my mum's side. And, like, when we're, um, when we're on, like, on the plane over Palestine and, like, we just look out of the window or, like, we see the, the name on the map or um, even, like, going to Bahrul Mayyit and just, like, mm. seeing, seeing it from the other side. Like, it's, it's one of those things that so many of us have an attachment to, even if you're not Palestinian, by the way. There's such a, an attachment and a love for Palestine um, yeah. without having visited it. But then that's why I find it so interesting to speak to someone who has gone. Tell us a bit about, like, which parts of Palestine you visited, like how it was in each, in each one. So um, we started off in Jerusalem. With, that's where our accommodation was. And Jerusalem is beautiful. It's undeniable. I, I, I'll, be, I'll be honest with you. Like, even the people, their the level of kindness and just mannerisms are are perfect. There's no other word to describe it. You know, when we were going to little marketplaces and just um, shops, we tried to just give tips and like just be generous to um, to the locals because obviously that's our people and we want to support them. Um, but they refuse, bro. Like, they, they refuse to take extra money for something that's worth a certain price. Mm. Like, if you give them a tip, they want to give you the, the money, extra money back, the change. And if you really want to give you the, if you really want to give your change to them, they ask you to take something else. Mm. Like, like it's, 
it's and just there. Do you, do you get a sense as well of like the deep history? Like when you're walking through the streets, mm. do you get a sense of like this is like a historic place, like three huge like world religions all converge on this point. Like do you get that vibe? Yeah, yeah bro, the old city is beautiful. Yeah. Like it's it, when you're walking there, you just you feel you feel like the the history hit you. Like you feel because um, I've heard um, I bought I've heard my older brother. He went to Rome and like he describes it like you're walking through a museum. And so I was yeah. like, well, if Rome's like that, what's like well, what's Jerusalem? Well, Austin is, like? yeah. is ten times that raw. Honestly, it's just from everything, just the, the the way people are like chilling to, you know, kids playing in the street, like they're mm. just kicking a ball around. It's just, it's so, it's so in the moment. Like the way you, when you're walking through it, it's like a maze, but you know, you don't want to get out of the maze. Yeah. You just want to lose yourself you there. Yeah, man, honestly, it's, it's, it's overwhelming. I also, obviously, like selfishly want to ask about Haifa. Um, of course. Because that's where my, like my mom's side is from um yeah. and yeah just like how, how is that experience because i'm guessing it was like really different from jerusalem right the vibe is different uh, yeah it's uh, haifa's quite modern i'll be honest with you yeah. like it's um it's a it's mostly it's like the california of uh of palestine oh no you know what i don't even want to say that because haifa, <laughs> it's the haifa of palestine california nah, is the haifa of the usa the same <laughs> well like they don't belong in the same sentence i'm so sorry for even saying that like i just i hate myself right now but yeah um no haifa it's just it's very humid i have to be honest with you like when you're there the because the heat from like the bahar it's just mm. like in the war it just hits you and um but it's just a beautiful like seafront you know you can see the piers you know and it's got it's the home of like the gardens i don't know if i pronounced that correctly but it's beautiful it's like on a it's like on a mountain top and imagine it's all you know it's different layers of like gardens and it's just you know there's different kinds of flowers everywhere it's it's and beautiful, then, wait, bro, and the people are so nice. The people are amazing. Like honestly, not to like not to gas you up, but Haifa was probably one of my favorite places before I seen. Love it, but I'm guessing the the vibe was like completely different to Quds, right? It's a completely different kind of. I think Quds was very uncomfortable because you know there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of military mm. uh, first and foremost, and there's a lot of like you know just. There's, a, there's basically a cutoff point. So you've got all the Arabs on one side and all the um, Israelis on the other. So it's like, you know, there's a lot of clash yeah. between them. Like the way it's set up. There's not really an atmosphere where you can stay out late in, yeah. So we've, talk, we've spoken about Khuz, we've spoken about Haifa. Um, are there any, like, other standout places from your trip? Because you did a whole little, like, road trip, right? You did a lot of day trips out to different places. Yeah, man, I got bumped from the taxis. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> like, it was, it was a can lot. They tell, can they tell you're a, a tourist? It's very hard. I'm wearing a man bag. Like, if you can't <laughs> tell I'm a tourist from a man bag, like, it doesn't matter what, like, you know, words you spit out or what <laughs> You can speak with the most like, authentic language, yeah? a man bag. <laughs> so, then, so what places stood out then? Like, what other places? So Bethlehem was beautiful. Mm. Bethlehem in uh, in West Bank, it's just you know it's it's filled with history. Like imagine that's where Sayyidina Isa was like was walking, bro. Like mm. you know you know that's where that's where Jesus is from. So it's like like religiously and even 
it's it's very it's a very spiritual area. So if you're really into uh, history and like just you know you want to visit an area that's that hasn't changed you know a lot in its structure and it shows uh, in terms of architecture you know the, there's a, the churches like you feel like you're you know living you know back in the day yeah <laughs> you know? I have to and, ask about Nablus how's it going yeah. sensational <laughs> absolutely, absolutely sensational <laughs> I'm telling you, listen, there's not, there's nothing like it, bro. All these B-Tech nerfers that all these men are munching on and putting on their gram, yeah? Like, just stop it. Because I'm telling you, you can't, you can't ever say Come anything close, about nerf yeah. until you've tasted it for yourself. If somebody knows a place, I beg you, just put it in the comments, but there's not one place that makes, like, nerf and nabasia. Like, I'm talking, you know the flat one, the naam, the, you know the there's flat There's Krishna and naam, right? Yeah, but that, no Which one makes prefer? a good name, like no one makes that. <laughs> I don't know to be honest. If some like some please actually drop it in the comments if someone Real knows. talk, I'm ready to go, honestly. So we've kind of like hit the highlights of your tour, but I actually want to go back to Quds because one thing like that is the main highlight in Quds that we didn't mention is of course Masjid Al-Aqsa. Mm. And like it's just such a, a big symbol to Palestinians and to people like Muslims of course, um around the world. So seeing it in the flesh, yeah. how is it? Oh, it's mesmerizing. Honestly, um, probably one of the best and will be the best experience of my life. Mm. Um, just, you know, just the way, the way the walk towards it is like you go through the old city in itself. So like I said, you go through that whole, you know, in and out, you know, just through all these old buildings. And then you go through, you reach a gate. And as you enter the gate, you speak to the hardest, like the guard who, you know, welcomes you and is like, very friendly. And he's like, oh, welcome back to your homeland. And then as you climb the stairs, you know, you're, there's slowly more and more light coming towards you. And then suddenly you just see the, the dome of the rock, like humongous, like bigger than you can imagine, honestly, yeah. like just like right in front of you. And you're looking up towards it. And there's all these little birds flying around. But one thing I want to clarify to the people is explain to us what the difference between Masjid al-Aqsa and the Dome of the Rock is. Because the people don't know. Yeah, you know, I'll be honest here. I'm not going to pretend like I didn't, um, I didn't know, um, you know, when I went as well. Like I, 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 was, I had the misconception that, you know, the Dome of the Rock was Masjid al-Aqsa. It's yeah. not. So I think Masjid al-Aqsa is, it's the whole compound. It's the, mm. So the Masjid al-Aqsa is the whole compound. Um, but uh, the actual Masjid al-Aqsa is like, the, it's hanging on the edge. So the Dome of the Rock is in the center, and you have Masjid al-Aqsa near the edge of the compound. And that was the first Qibla. That was the yeah. first place that Muslims would pray towards. To kind of like sum up or, or getting to the end of this conversation, did your, like obviously you're Palestinian and you visited Palestine for the first time when you were like early 20s. Um, but did your like identity or like how you view your heritage or your roots change like from before that trip compared to after? It's a good question. Um, honestly, it was, it was a lot of mixed emotions. You know, it was, um, it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't what I was expecting at all. When you go there, you come with all this energy, you come with all this like, oh, you know, 
like pride of being Palestinian and whatnot, and then you you go there and you see the situation for yourself, and you see how difficult it is for your people, and you see your people, you know, there's there's areas where you see them, you know, resilient, strong, powerful, and that kind of motivates you. But then there's areas where you see a lot of people have given up, and then that kind of makes you feel like crap. It does break your heart, yeah. It really does, bro. It's just like you feel, you feel like a foreigner in your own land. Mm. Um, and this is probably actually a good point to maybe plug um, Friends of Palestine Society, um, or like because we we've spoken about like just Sami and like his visits and everything, but obviously the what's going on in Palestine is a much deeper issue. And like if you want to get more informed about um, the actual issues going on there then follow i think that they're, they're in the process of changing their name to sjp so students for justice in palestine but either way we'll add them or something and, and attend their events if you want like more of an insight um instead of just like this this podcast um i guess my last question is is this something that you'd recommend both like to me um but also to other palestinians or even people who aren't palestinian like would you recommend this trip to other people Hundred percent. Um, I definitely recommend, you know, especially if you're Palestinian or even if you're not Palestinian, even if you just you wanna, you know, have a sense of the Palestinian struggle or just see Palestine, it's a hundred percent recommended because, you know, it is a beautiful land and it would be good for everyone, especially us to go support our fellow Palestinians, you know, bring, you know, money into their pockets and, you know, just stimulate the Palestinian economy. And just help Palestinians, I guess. Is it like a something to do with the boys, or or like family, or like what's your, what's your advice? Oh, I wanted to go with my dad. To be honest with you, like as in, I'm I'm really happy that I went with my like close friend. But with your dad, it's just, it's way, been I think very... it would have been it would have been even more emotional, bro. Imagine going with your parents. That's the thing. It's an emotional trip. I'll be honest with you. Like it's it's very emotional, and going with your family and going with your dad, because your dad will show you all your like your family roots. You know, yeah. he'll he'll explain like what his experience was as you're going through the trip. So you have like a narrator. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? I couldn't handle it. And it's that, just man. and obviously, yeah, you boy, it'll hit you harder. So it's like. You know, it's good to do both. Really, it's good to go. It's good to go with friends, and it's good to go with um, family. Like, it's just it'll be two different trips. Mm. Awesome. Well, bro, um, we've taken enough of your time on a Friday evening as it is. So I just want to say a huge, huge thank you. Um, I think it's been a really interesting talk. I think people have a lot to take from it. And feel free to comment the best Knafa place in London down below. Please. Please. <laughs> That's the only reason I did this video. I just want to know where to go get good clap from. Yeah, please do it down below. Um, but yeah, that's all from us this week. Um, we'll see you next time on Salama Kalam. Ma'asalama.